Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. The first time I saw it, I got goosebumps. It was perfect for me. I felt like we could go anywhere together. (sighs) There's nothing like finding your match on cars.com. With over 50,000 cars added daily and a powerful advanced search, you're sure to discover the one. Cars.com. It's magical. Click or tap to find your perfect match on Cars.com today. Hey everyone, this is Jordan Lopez, voice of McKenna Thorne. Welcome to The Hidden People. We're telling an ongoing story, so if this is your first time listening, please make sure to start from the first episode. Trust me. If you like the show, we'd be honored if you visited us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hiddenpeoplepodcast. For as little as $2 a month, you can be our heroes and help us to keep the story going. In return, we'll give you the inside scoop, bonus episodes, member-exclusive merchandise, and more. After that, hop on over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review the show. Thanks for your support, and enjoy The Hidden People. <laughs> the Hidden People contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. Dayton Riders Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 1, Episode 21. Dreams are fragile things. Written by Chris Burnside. Directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Also starring Aaron Brewer and Jim Brown. As the teller of this tale, I feel it necessary to point out the lack of verisimilitude in most stories. 
Rarely does real life ever play out like a good story. Villains don't always wear black hats. Heroes don't always win. But further, villains and heroes are concepts of fiction. No one person is just a villain, just a hero. Instead, there are victims taking revenge, and monsters who just happen to be right. If you think the characters in this story are either villains or heroes, well, you might ask yourself if you've gotten those terms confused. If the goal of this story is to learn from the mistakes of those in it, well, we've already heard quite a few, and the biggest are just around the corner. A hero will rise, a villain will fall. Or is it the other way around? <laughs> Hey, Shaylee. Hey, Aiden. Jeez, don't even turn your chair around to say hi. Nobody else is stepping sideways into an old warehouse. Hey, McKenna. Hey, Dane. How was jail? Food was shit. I hear life on the inside changes you. I now view all commodities in terms of how many cigarettes are worth. The extent of my prison knowledge is from Shawshank, so I assume you did the warden's taxes. It was just a holding cell in the police station, you comedians. Don't get up or anything, Dane. What if we arrived injured like last time? Well, I'd turn my chair around if I heard cries of agony. It's nice to know you care. I'm busy working, so I can't see if you've noticed me flipping you off. Have you noticed me flipping you off? I'm flipping you right back, buddy. Did you still want to talk, or are you two going to banter all night? Yeah, I do. Kitchen? I'm not going back on the roof. We can go anywhere with a circle, McKenna. I'm not used to this jet-setting lifestyle yet. I know where we should go. Come on. I'll be here when you get back from having fun. Still working. Like I've been doing all day. You're welcome. was impulsive. I'm still reeling from getting fired, I think. <laughs> I should have asked permission to kiss you. <sighs> no, it's fine. Better than fine. You asked me for permission, though. I think it's different for guys. Whatever. I could kick your ass if I needed to. I'm a first damn black belt in Taekwondo, Sam. I carry a 40 caliber pistol. Oh, shit. I used to carry one. I'm so sorry, Sam. Here, sit down. Let me get you a drink. <laughs> Only if it's strong and you have enough for seconds. And thirds. I'll see what we have. Might want to keep a clear head, though. You'll be needed soon.
what do you think Mac's doing right now? Probably the same thing she was doing when you asked ten minutes ago. Sorry. I know I'm just the sidekick. I think Mac is Shaylee's sidekick, so I don't know if you can be hers. I... I actually meant that I'm your sidekick. Oh. You know, because I'm always saying you're a, you're a super hacker, so... No, 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 I, I get it. Cool. You can be my sidekick. Thanks, Nis. The martyr and the fool. Say your goodbyes now. One of them will see only one more sunrise before they depart this world. What do you think Mac's doing right now? For Christ's sake. I just thought, you know, since we had a moment... Moments passed. 10-4. Nissa, can you believe this? Believe what? I mean, just take a minute. Think about this. Fairies are real. Magic is real. We're living the second act of a fantasy adventure. I still haven't fully processed it. Mac is a changeling. How amazing is that? You know that means she isn't human, right? Neither is Wonder Woman, or Legolas, or Optimus Prime. But they aren't real. Honestly, after this week, I would totally believe that your car is an Autobot. Okay, maybe not your car. It is pretty mind-blowing. Right? Like, if this is real, what else is out there? Monsters? Myths? Deities and demigods? We watched Mac and Shaylee teleport through a fairy ring. They used one to break Mac out of jail. I can't believe Mac going to jail is the least crazy thing that's happened this week. I just... Everything is different, but yet we're still just chilling at your place while you edit some code and I pester you. It's just a typical Wednesday night. Except it's not. I'm sorry that finding out about Mac's superpowers didn't impart any of your own. Hey, it's cool. I know I'm just sidekick material. I just wish I could help her somehow. But she's probably halfway across the world by now. The water tower? The last time we were here, everything was so... innocent, I guess. Comfortable. Safe. I get it. But, like, you could have taken me to Paris. Would you like to go to Paris? Over Connolly? Hell no. Give me this stupid suburb any day. <laughs> I thought you hated it here. Finding out 90% of your life is a lie makes the other 10% a bit more meaningful. Hmm. Probably why I'm still living in a warehouse my dad owned. I should probably get over it, seeing as I can't ever go back home or to work again. You'll need to find me a circle in a country without extradition. I'm sorry this happened to you, Mac. It's not your fault. Liliana's the one who kidnapped the other McKenna and made me. Don't call her that. She's your fetch, not the other McKenna. Why are you so intent on me calling her that? When the time comes... She'll be a lot harder to kill if you think of her as a person, as a victim. She is both of those things. Irrelevant. You can only affect the present and the future. I feel bad for what happened to her, but that doesn't mean I want her to kill you. Well, no, but I don't want to kill her either. None of this is her fault. You can keep pushing the blame back forever, but at some point you need to accept that she's a heartless monster who murdered your parents. I'm not forgiving her, but she needs help. Ooh, perhaps it is you who needs help, McKenna. You will fight her, McKenna. One of you will die. I don't accept that. I don't think she'll care whether you accept it or not. Does everyone you train just pick up a sword and murder someone? But everyone wants to. 
but they all come around. Survival has a way of making things pretty black and white. And how many of the other changelings walked into Arcadia and told the Magister to go fuck himself? <laughs> Once again, you're forging your own path. That guy was a prick. Self-righteous, overprivileged egomaniac. The ego is earned. He killed a god. <laughs> yeah, whoopty shit. You know what he acted like? A man. Unquestioned authority, condescending tone, smarmy grin. I've seen a hundred men just like him. Do not underestimate him. I'm not playing his game. I'm not murdering someone he and his wife brainwashed and tortured. You know what? Fuck that guy. How could you work for him? It's a long story. Well, I'm currently trapped at the top of a water tower with you, so start talking. Still reaching for a dream that's just beyond your grasp? But maybe, if you try hard enough, reach far enough. Is that okay? I'll be seeing double soon. So, yes. I'm sorry you lost your job, Sam. I feel responsible. The only thing you're responsible for is showing me the truth. You are the one who solved the case for me, Thomas. You found the real killer. I'd rather lose my job for the truth than keep it and arrest the wrong person. I appreciate that. Especially since the wrong person is my sister. And so is the other one? I can't keep it straight. Yes, they're both technically my sisters. The one is blood, and the other is family. I've always been a proponent of chosen families. I know. Given your life, I understand. What do you mean? No, I didn't mean li like... I just mean that with your parents... You don't know my parents. I've only met your mom the one time. You think I never realized why you didn't bring them around? Why you didn't invite anyone over? I didn't think... I guess I never considered how you'd see it. I mean, I don't really know any of the details, but I think everyone at school kind of knew something, you know? God damn it. I'm sure most of it was just inaccurate speculation. I don't think that makes it better. No. No, I suppose not. I don't want to talk about my parents. Totally fine. I'm sorry I brought it up. I mean, I only even deal with my mom on holidays, mostly out of obligation. I haven't even spoken to my dad in years. Okay. I'm confused. So are we talking about them or not? I used to think he was the problem, but I realized that she was enabling and excusing him the whole time. So even though she's a victim, she's almost as bad, you know? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's almost funny. I wanted to be a cop so that I could right some of the wrongs I experienced growing up. Make things better for someone else with a messed up family. And then I lose my job trying to help someone with a messed up family. No offense. Uh, have you seen my family situation? I think stopping at messed up is excessively generous. <laughs> oh, Thomas. <laughs> How are you doing with everything? With McKenna and... McKenna? Okay, I guess. 
McKenna supposedly cut a deal with the hidden people, so we're safe for now. But they want the two of them to fight to the death. So I'm a lot less excited for that part. Can't we help her? Help what? One sister kill the other sister? I don't know the rules anyway. Shaylee isn't allowed to do it, but maybe we could help somehow? It's all very strange to me. Well, I'm a civilian now, so I don't have to play by the rules. I might be off the case, but that doesn't mean I can't help stop the killer. Maybe we can do it without killing her. Yeah, maybe. All the lives that are about to be lost, and still he worries for the sister he never knew, who would as soon kill him as breathe. Perfect is perhaps the wrong word to describe you, Thomas. I think we need to help Mac. I know. Because she shouldn't have to do this alone. Wait, did you just agree with me? We're getting into no fucking around territory with the hidden people. Mac might have pushed back the date of the fight, but it's still coming. I don't know what we can do, but we have to help somehow. I can start training. I have a shake weight and an ab roller. I don't think her deal with the Magister gives her a month to get in shape. Well, what can I do? I mean, you're the tech genius. Shaylee and Sam are both badasses. Thomas is perfect. I don't have anything to offer. That's ridiculous. Of course you do. Like what? Like, um, oh, you bought those really quiet shoes. Maybe you could sneak up on somebody. I didn't even buy those shoes. That was just a joke when I was trying to not freak out about breaking into somebody's house. Oh, um, what about your deep knowledge of fairies? I've read 5.5 editions of monster manuals and watched every episode of True Blood. Mac learned more about fairies in a day from Shaylee than I'll ever know. Alfie, you hold everything together. You're the heart of the group. You never let anyone wallow or give up. You're like our biggest cheerleader. That's what you're going with? I'm a cheerleader? No way Mac and I could have stayed friends all these years without you. You do tend to bond over your mockery of me. See? Where would we be if you hadn't put so many skill points in mockability? But how do I apply mockability to Mac's fight with her fetch? I don't know. How do I apply computer hacking? I guess your special skills don't really apply much to magical fairies who don't carry cell phones. And you thought you were useless. Good point. You aren't exactly helping the situation either. Go make me a sandwich. Too far. Sorry. I take back everything nice I said. Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> Come on, moron. Let's figure out how to help Mac. Hey, call Thomas. We should all be working together on this. Shaylee. I'm sorry you had to go through all of that. It was a long time ago. That's not something you get over. Oh, I'm not over it. It was just a long time ago. So this arrangement you have with the Magister, how binding is it? Is it like the one with, what was your teacher's name? Nathan. Yeah, is it like Nathan, where you physically can't try to kill the fetches? 
When the Magister decrees something, it must be obeyed. I couldn't kill a fetch if I wanted to, and I've wanted to. But I cannot physically strike the blow. So his word is truth? Like he says something and it just is? Only if you follow him or enter into a contract with him. He can command the hidden people because they are his. But as a changeling raised in the human world, he cannot just tell you to die and have you die. That's comforting. He could end you with a snap of his fingers, though. Just like he destroyed Black Hannis's dolls, but more deliberately. And he can command you because you entered into a contract with him. He can only command me along the terms of the contract. He can't just give me random orders. But the contract is why I cannot tell you about anything I experienced during my year with him. That's probably for the best. I don't need more reasons to want to kick his ass. McKenna, you need to listen to me. Get over your anger with the Magister. I hate him more than you can ever know, but I can't even entertain thoughts of taking him on. There are impossible tasks, and then there's fighting the Magister. He might not be a god in the literal sense, but he is beyond us all. Don't let his appearance fool you. He may look like a person, but he is... He is not. Hey, I did all right mouthing off to him. That's what I'm afraid of. You survived that insolence because you amused him. The moment that amusement ends, so will you. We need to stay as far away from the Magister and the Leona as possible. You kill your fetch and then go somewhere to hide. Forever. But not with you, right? Because you work for him the rest of your life. That's the deal. I... I'm not saying goodbye to you forever. Liliana is your creator, who will always have an interest in you. You should not stay around me when you don't need to. Well, when I stop needing you, I'll let you know. But I decide when that is. <laughs> and, spoiler, it's never. And her fingers close around the dream, now firmly within her grasp. But careful, McKenna. Dreams are fragile things. Don't live in fantasies, McKenna. It makes reality much harder to accept. After everything you've been through and learned recently, you should know that. I'm going to get you away from him. I... I think we should be getting back soon. <sighs> yeah. Hey, Shaylee. You weren't gone too long. I'm not Shaylee. Magister. Etch, hold him. With pleasure. I always knew that the trainers worked with another. Someone hiding behind the scenes, coordinating their efforts. But I never particularly cared. Until recently, 
when this new changeling walked into Arcadia barking orders. I had to know where she had learned such insolence. I assumed you would be another changeling, or perhaps just a human. But as I traced your history, I found something very interesting. Something I think you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do. There hasn't been a halfling born in centuries, but the last one managed to have a child before he was found and killed. Trace that line through the generations, and we arrive here. At you. Only a fraction of our blood in your veins. None of our power. But your existence is an affront and an embarrassment. Oh, fuck. One I intend to correct. Hang on a second. Before we go back, I want to know something. I told you that I'll tell you anything. What happens if the fetch wins? Like if the other me kills me, what happens to her? I cannot tell you that. What you just said. I cannot tell you. Literally. It's part of the contract. That's very shady. So you accept that there are things she cannot tell you, have you ever wondered, dear McKenna, if the bargain ends there? <laughs> she can't just assume my life, right? I mean, for one thing, I'm wanted for murder, and also, she's insano. She couldn't function in this world. She'd blow their cover so fast. So what do they do with her? Right. Right. You can't tell me. Do you even know? Or is this just like a blanket silence and all things fetch? Some of the things I cannot speak about are not even known to me. I don't know that they're covered by the contract until I try to speak and cannot form the sounds. That sucks. They didn't even tell you all the terms of the contract? Contracts with the hidden people aren't exactly printed in triplicate. You need to watch what you agree to in their presence. I guess you didn't have a choice. Oh, I did. I mean, you know how I feel about choices. But I did have one, and I chose to survive. I live with the consequences of my survival every day. Shaylee. I appreciate the support, Mac, but those decisions are not ones you've had to make. That's why I do this, to hopefully spare others from having to do what I've done. Hey, look at me. You're the good guy in this story. We've all done things we wish we hadn't, Nobody's perfect. Okay, Thomas is perfect, but aside from that, I'm still here because of you. And as crazy as all of this is, as hard as things became, I'm grateful. 
And not just for being alive, but for finally learning the truth, my place in the world. I finally understand who I am, where I belong, why I felt so lost before. This is my world. This is who I am. And you're a big part of that. The biggest. <laughs> you don't even sound like the McKenna I met a few weeks ago. Because of you. I actually want to get up in the mornings now. Okay, okay, that's a wild exaggeration, but I don't wish to not wake up anymore, so that's something, right? How many other lives have you saved? Every time a trainer changeling, someone dies. Either the changeling or the fetch. I don't save lives. I just change who lives. What if we could change that? Change the game? Who says it has to be this way? The Magister. The Unseely Court. Try changing gravity. If you succeed, then we'll see about changing the hidden people. <laughs> Listen to us. Total role reversal. You're the new curmudgeon. I'm a realist. Besides, you cannot match American Shaley's pet. Give me time. Impossible. I am the queen of fake pet. Oh, I will, like, fake pep all over your ass. <laughs> I will say, this time is very different. You're not like the others. If anyone can change things, it's you. We'll see. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Maybe Dane will make me a cheese sandwich. If you ask nicely, he might even grill it. <gasps> Such innovation! <laughs> do you want to step us? I still can't do it. I keep trying when you're not looking. Oh, I've been looking. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like the other magic. I'd like to learn it for real and not just when I'm about to die. Come on. Ready? Hey, Dane. Cheese sandwich. Stat. Dane! Dane, turn the chair around. <gasps> oh my god! Poor Dane. That gaping hole in his chest can't be fixed with a first aid kit. The jagged crystalline edges reveal his not-quite-human nature. We have to go. Right now. But Dane! Stay on the platform. I'll step us out of here. Shaylee? The platform is beeping. Shite! Get off! McKenna! Where are you? Are you okay? I, I can't see you through the smoke. <coughs> I'm here. I think I'm okay. The circle is destroyed, though. Come to my voice. We'll find another. I've expanded my arsenal. You're not stepping sideways this time. McKenna! She's here! We end this now! You killed Din! No, not me. Your master. I care nothing of your halfling. I am here for her. You can't have her! You can't stop me! Her sword emerges. Their last encounter ended rather anticlimactically. This time, though, there's nowhere to run for either of them.
You cannot kill me, trainer. You know the rules. I'm not going to kill you. But tell me, how well can you fight McKenna with only one arm? Shaylee uses her agility to try to dance around the fetch. But her foe is relentless in her assault. She swings in high with her side, followed by reversing the pommel at Shaylee's knee, and finishes by planting her weapon into the ground and springing off it, slamming bodily into Shaylee and driving her to the ground. The fetch stands over the fallen changeling. Shaylee draws her pistol, but the fetch easily kicks it aside. She raises her scythe over Shaylee's face. Just a bunch of leaves. McKenna leaps from the smoke, tackling her doppelganger. Twin foes roll away from each other and stand. Stay away from her! It's me you want. But her death will cause you so much pain. I will not let such an opportunity slip by. Unfortunately for the fetch, McKenna distracts her enough that she doesn't see Shaylee pick up her pistol until just before she fires. Fuck! She dodged into the smoke. Don't know if it hit her. It looked like you did. How did she find us? The Magister was here. He killed Dane. This is all my fault. No! None of this is right. Nothing is happening as it should. Black Anis, Liliana, the Magister, this fetch! Something else is going on here. What do you mean? We'll figure it out later. Get to the kitchen table. It's circular. We can use it to step out. It's just across the room and right behind... Iron blade of the scythe punches through the front of Shaylee's shirt. Shaylee? Cracks spiderweb across Shaylee's skin. She reaches toward McKenna. McKenna reaches back. Her dream slips from her grasp. Run. Just a bunch of leaves. No! McKenna's reaching hand grabs only a handful of leaves. All that's left of Shaylee. The dream falls away and shatters around her. Now you will know the beginning of the pain I've always known. <laughs> McKenna's punch takes the fetch by surprise. A bold move considering their varying levels of ability. Put down those leaves and pick up her sword. We will end this. Leaves. McKenna bolts for the table. The other, furious, grabs the fallen pistol. Perhaps, McKenna, you should have tried harder to learn this particular trick. Come on, damn it. Do the magic thing. This could be the end of all your dreams. I now reclaim. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. 
With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. <laughs> Dayton Riders Movement presents The Hidden People. Executive producers, Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers, Alexa Fett Fisher, Stephen Kallenberg, and Jordan Lopez. The lead writer, Chris Burnside. Story by Anna Adamy, Chris Burnside, Megan Burnside, Alexa Fett Fisher, Stephen Kallenberg, Jordan Lopez, and Carrie Zahn. The sound engineer was Dan Seavers. Sound design, score, and original songs by Catherine Seaton. Theme song and additional music by Michael Yates. For more of the Hidden People, visit our website at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. <laughs> Hi everyone, Chris and Megan Burnside here. We are the creators of The Hidden People. We're always working on at least two Dayton Writers Movement shows. So unlike Thomas Thorne, we don't have the time to shop, prep, and cook healthy and delicious meals. That's where Green Chef comes in. They deliver everything we need to cook and eat clean meals. Green Chef recipes are chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved, and packed with clean ingredients that support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef's culinary menu of meals is full of diverse options each week. You can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options and easily customize your plans to suit your lifestyle, with preferences like keto, plant-based, Mediterranean, quick and easy, protein-packed, and gluten-free. You can even mix and match meals and flavors from different categories. You know which meal I really liked? The pork? Yep. The pork filet over cheesy cauliflower mash. The recipe was simple to follow, and we were really impressed with the ingredients. From the farm-fresh produce, quality cheeses, and premium pork. In under 30 minutes, we had a delicious meal that Thomas would put his stamp of approval on. If you're interested in testing out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use the code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. 
Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.